Level Up Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. Welcome to episode 43 of the Level Up Latina podcast. We are coming to you today with a special episode since we're all quarantined. COVID-19 has taken down the nation. It's a global epidemic. It's quite terrifying. And I know a lot of people have a lot of feelings and emotions around being home. We all live in California here, the women of Level Up Latina. So we have been sheltering in place, whether that's in San Francisco or Southern California. So we wanted to check in with all of our listeners, check in with each other and see how everyone's feeling during this unprecedented event. ¿Cómo se sienten, mujeres? Aquí andamos. ¿Cómo les vamos a decir que yo trying to keep my cool, no desesperarme, I still have baby in my belly, in utero. I am six days past my due date, and I feel it. My body's just so tired. Ay, ya sé. Pero lo bueno es de que I have help right now. I mean, it just feels like it's a full house because we're all quarantined, right? We can't really get out. Mm -hmm. But feeling all right. So far, at least I've been able to manage to get out for walks. But we do have a full house, so it helps to get out so I don't lose it on these people that are very loving, are lovingly here with us. (laughs) Very present, but very many of them probably, huh? Oh, yeah. It's just our house is is small. It's a two-bedroom, one-bath, little living room, little kitchen, dining room. Good thing is we have a front yard and a backyard. Mm-hmm. So at least we can get the kids outside for a little bit or I get outside or something like that because if not, we would lose it, I think. I mean, it's just impossible. Right now, Ceci's in an awesome Airbnb and it looks like it also has a yard. Ceci is como casa, no? Seems like yeah. you have space right now for the girls. I yes. was thinking God, that we're not in a townhome anymore and the kids were just playing outside with Diego and we have the grass and we have a nice community walk-in. Same for you, Vero. We've been to your house. You have the great backyard, the fruit, the sun comes out. Thank God for that. Like, I can't imagine estuviéramos... I mean, we're blessed. We're privileged. That's let's just start oh, right yeah. there. Si estuviéramos just really limited. Uh, I know people in New York. It's been really scary because there's a lot of apartments and really dense housing, and so that's why the spread was even tougher there because there's so many more people living in certain areas. So we're pretty blessed to have the space that we have right now. Definitely. I same here. I mean, our last apartment that we lived here in San Francisco was upstairs. We shared it with other people. We didn't have a, we did, we didn't have access to the backyard. There was a lot more transit in that area. We luckily the Airbnb that we're staying at has a lot of space two bedrooms. So the girls have their own bedroom. The backyard, we also have access to it. So the girls can definitely play there. And we have a washer and dryer, which is, oh my God, this, it's like a blessing. That is a godsend. Because, (laughs) because, right at the last place I had to like wheel my clothes, a a, a block, it wasn't that far, but still like just having to get out of the house during these times to wash, como que, como que no me late. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, let's just start there. This is incredible an incredible thing to be living through to be told like you can't go out people are getting sick please don't go to work if you don't have to i mean i've never lived through anything like that i mean we remember 9 11 all of us mm-hmm. were in college i think when 9 11 happened so it's probably the right. closest sort of crazy thing that happened in our lives where everything was suddenly disrupted and the economy changed what's crazy about this one even more so is that this is happening across the globe It's touching everybody. I just read something about how India is trying to shut down, you know, their large population of folks. We were just talking about how Mexico is being criticized for not taking it as seriously, but technically they are being asked to shelter in place in some places. So the fact that this is a global economic shutdown and just shutdown of all of our lives and not be able to go to church, to restaurants, to send our kids to school. How are you ladies adapting to such a radical 
radical shift livelihoods and our regular routine? I think for me, I will say this, it, it's definitely a shocker. I was really excited about coming back and just, I mean, yeah, we were sad about leaving Mexico overall, but coming back to our home, to San Francisco, to our families, my in-laws, my parents, and just to see them again. And all of a sudden, like that was taken away. Like we can't see them. Fortunately, the first weekend that we were here in, in the Bay, actually uh, in California, we stayed with my, my suegros, my in-laws. So we got to spend that weekend with them. The following Monday, when we got to San Francisco, I went to Hayward. I saw my parents. I had lunch with my siblings, my, my brother and my sister. So that was, I mean, it was perfect timing. I told them, hey, I'm going to be in the city. I mean, I'm going to be in Hayward. Let's have lunch. We did it. And I brought my mom home with us. So my mom got to stay the entire week. I got to La Proveche, que estuvimos aquí toda esa semana. That was right before the shit hit the fan. Yeah. And we were able, yeah, literally. And we <laughs> went to the park two days. And that was before the shelter in place took over. Then my sister came the following weekend, the, the Saturday. I was, I was even like, I was looking forward to like having like a little welcome for ourselves and having my cousins and everyone over. But right that first weekend, that full weekend that we were here, that's when everything went down and my mom went back home. So, I mean, I was, I feel fortunate to have spent that week, but right now we can't go over. They can't come over. My mom has a really low immune system because she's going under, you know, she's going through uh, cancer treatment. So again, you know, any little thing could affect her. And for that reason, we're definitely, I mean, we're FaceTiming, not going over, but it's definitely, I mean, it's sad because Lisa and I were just talking about this, how we were coming back so excited to see family again, to be back in the city, to do the things that we're used to. And that was taken away. The, the Also, the other thing that we were really excited about was his graduation in May. I mean, he's graduating with his yeah. PhD and that's been canceled. So all these little things that we were so excited about coming back have been removed and taken away. So we're trying to make the best out of it. Luckily, this Airbnb is excellent. We are really close to, to Golden Gate Park and also to the beach. And because we're still allowed to take walks, we're definitely doing that just to keep, you know, to keep sane because just being indoors all day, pues como que no, especially when you have two, two toddlers. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. No, no, nos volvemos locos if we don't, if we don't go out uh, at least to the backyard. Uh, the other thing that uh, I was going to say is that the owner of the, of the house that's renting out the Airbnb for us actually brought us a bunch of toys the first like the first week that we were here and it was it's a box full of legos a box of um toy trains yeah a little like tiny chalkboard um that's a chalkboard on one side and dry erase on the other so they've been playing school i've been playing teacher you know stay stay at home mom (laughs) playing you've been the teacher (laughs) i've been the yeah i've been the teacher for a whole year but now actually using a chalkboard and practicing their letters, practicing their numbers. And it's, it's challenging because they're, you know, they're toddlers. So I want them to sit down and listen to, Girl, good listen, to listen to my <laughs> lesson. And then I get irritated because they only have about a 20 to 30 minute attention span. And then they, they're up and about and they, they want to go and do this. And they're using the, or they're being total three nagers, like with attitude. <laughs> Mama, ya no quiero esto. And like, 
they'll go to the room and I close the door and I'm like, oh my God, these girls. So to say the least, we're making the best out of it in this amazing Airbnb. We really got lucky to find this place and we're at, we were actually able to extend the stay for now. I don't know what's coming next. We'll see, I guess, as this you know develops. It must be interesting too, because your husband's also, he's studying epidemiology, right? So he's, he's graduated. He's, well, he's not going to have a graduation, but he has his PhD in epidemiology, which studies epidemics. And then I'm sure right now it's a busy time for him and his professors, the people he's learning from, because they study pandemics. So this is all related to what he does. So it must be super interesting for Luis, no? Oh yeah. He's, he's a big time nerd sending articles that apply his focus is more on like the health side of the like diabetes, um, but he's definitely well informed at what's going on and how the pandemic is developing. That's really great that you have at least someone that can keep you informed because this is what they do. I, I imagine if you don't have any experience with this and you're a worrier, there could be a lot of anxiety, but a lot of you luckily have those folks in your life that you can turn to like so you can turn to Luis. I know Otto is super well-read and intellectual in his own right. So Vero gets to turn to him a lot. I know for me, Diego keeps me sane because I can be a warrior. So Diego has been a really great, even kind of balanced person throughout this whole thing. We have to homeschool our kids who are a little bit older than the batches that you guys have at home. So we've got a second grader, fourth grader, and an eighth grader. And with the three of them, it's been really critical to make sure that though it's sad and scary for kids at that age, that they don't feel like their world is totally upside down, even though it's weirdly strange and different because they know they can't go outside. They know they can't see their friends. They don't get to do anything other than really go on walks. We have never been more excited to walk to the local liquor store. It has been our little godsend, our little local park, <laughs> walk the dog. <laughs> even the dog, I feel, gets like super weird and wants to go places. Let's though like she's not... Yeah, herself. she feels I think it. She, can, she feels something. She up. can feel that something's different, and we're different. Today, she was the most antsy, and she was making me antsy. So I drove to the nearest coffee shop that had a drive-through, and me la llevé, and I bought her a puppuccino. Super weird, you guys, because I tend to do dates with my kids. I literally took my dog on a date today because I could just sense her energy. She's not herself, and it could just be that we're in her space every day. This was her home. Mm -hmm. We'd go to work. We'd go to school. She had the yard. She's probably like there here every day. In the greater scheme of things, that all seems really minor, all these little things, you know, having an Airbnb that's nice, our dog being frustrated, being home with our families. We have a lot of family over because we're about to pop. What I'd like to say is the most important thing is that we're all healthy mm -hmm. because we don't know how many people actually will face this virus. So we are all very proudly sheltering in, in place and we are taking it seriously. And we hope that our listeners are taking it seriously as well. No matter what you've heard or thought about this thing, it'll impact your life. And maybe it won't. Maybe it'll be something you just heard about. And in the long run, you'll feel like it was a waste of time. But I'd rather be safe than sorry. And so my tip of the day is please err on the side of respecting what you're being asked by the local authorities, by your boss, by your neighbor, by your spouse, whoever it may be. If you're feeling like you don't want to do what's being asked right now of you, it's really not wise to go against the grain. We don't want to regret it. We really don't want to regret it. So it's one of those things where... Please choose wisely as you make your decisions as this thing goes on. And I know it's easier said than done for those of us who maybe are working less because of it, have lost our hours at work, have lost our jobs even, 
or the other side of it, those of us who work in healthcare or in grocery stores or pharmacies, you know, we're being asked to be out there and, and be exposed. So I know there's a lot of different experiences. Today, we are just three women sharing our journey and our experiences and our best advice as a collective is to listen to what you're being told and to take precaution because this is a serious matter. It is. And, and another thing is that during these times, it really helps remind us that it's not about us. Is not all about you. The world does not revolve around you. On a usual day, I would drive around if I'm taking the kids out or I have to run an errand. Everyone's just so caught up onto their world. What's going on with them? You could tell by the way they drive. You could tell by the way they address you or they speak to you. The way you see them interact with other people. It's like, it's only me in this world. And what it is right now, it's really having that moment to take you back. Let's say these people <laughs> live on their own now. Good luck feeling like it's just you in this world. Now it is. If you're stuck in your apartment working from home and there's probably not going to be a friend you'll see in a while. Hopefully you do have friends if you're not rude. Um, but it kind of puts things into perspective <laughs> where it's, it's greater than you. This is greater than just you as an individual. It's an us thing. It's definitely going to put us into that mindset and that perspective that it's not about you. It's about everybody else. If you feel healthy, great. But you don't know what you can what you, your actions can cause to somebody else. And I think on a usual daily basis, we don't think that way. We lose it. We lose track of it. We're just caught up on our goals, on what our our tasks are for the day, the duty of the day. And we don't really step back or slow down to see like, hey, you know what? I'm going to give you the right away. You know, I'm going to give you an opportunity for this. So it, it really helps us just put things into perspective in a simple way as well. And really just slow things down and take things for what they are. And be appreciative for having your health and having healthy family or being able to do certain things. So as of right now, we just have this moment to pause and reevaluate things and really consider, remind ourselves that it's not just about you. It's about everyone in general. Very well said, Vettel. Very well said. I know it can be difficult to grasp sometimes that we're being limited and it's not in our control especially us control freaks of the world. You know, we want to know what ha what's happening. When is this going to be over? It should be a certain way. Right now, we need to be flexible. We need to yeah. be open to change, adaptable. It's such a great exercise in patience. I know for me, I don't care for the unknown. I'm more of a planner. I'm more of a... I'd like to know why things are happening, not just mm -hmm. kind of like, we don't know why this is happening. We're just kind of going with the flow. But I think this is a great lesson. Vettel's right. Life makes you slow down. It makes you stop. It makes you adapt. And you just can't force things to be the way you don't want them to be. <laughs> That's not how life works. So this thing has really taught us a greater lesson. I, I've been, I've never been more grateful for like church. These little things that we take for granted. The fact that yeah. we can't go to church. Yeah. I like tristeza when I see on Sundays when they're streaming their service. Right. It's like, cuarentena. like yes. it's Lent. And it's sad and like depressing. And you see like the the I don't even see the same energy in my priest and he's just there with the lady that does piano and choir director and she's there on her lonesome doing the piano mm -hmm. work and he's doing <laughs> and it's so freaking yeah you guys it's it's so sad and I thought the things yeah. we freaking take for granted, granted church yeah. is there it's always there it's always the same I traveled for a year and I never missed church and every church was the same it's the same mm -hmm. every time and to see it empty to see no people you can't and then we can't go to church because we shake hands and we right. we take the bread we put it in our mouths we share a cup when we drink wine we're catholic so 
There's a mm-hmm. too much. They don't trust us at church to stay like six feet from oh, each no. other. But they had to shut churches down and like that kind of thing. It really puts in perspective to be so grateful. So what do you guys right now miss the most? Like what is the thing that you're like, I can't wait to get this back. So speaking of church, we also did the stream on Sunday and the father who gave the mass made a an in- interesting point. He said, we are, estamos en cuarentena durante cuaresma. Like, so God, right? So God is telling us, take this, or showing us, so speaking to us, mm-hmm. take this time to be with your loved ones, things that we take for granted because we're always out and about. But right now we're required to be indoors during this special time in, in you know, if you're Catholic, during the special time of Lent and just take advantage of it, be with your loved ones and do things that, you know, perhaps you didn't have time for before because you were too busy working and being out and about. So that was really like, it really got to me when he said that. I was like, that's crazy. I hadn't thought like, yeah, estamos en cuarentena en cuaresma. Since we're Catholic, right? Since we're Catholic, we're like, God is probably like, well, how we p- perceive our God, right? <laughs> God right. is probably like, right. calls this madre. Finally, now mm. you have no excuse to be too busy, to be too this, to do something a lot of times mm-hmm. we, we think as well as like I'm gonna give up drinking and I'm gonna give up mm-hmm. this and then, oh mm-hmm. it's such a sacrifice you know what's a freaking sacrifice this really <laughs> isolating yourself and removing mm-hmm. yourself from everything else and having the time to really look in and it's like what has been messing me up and God is finally like I'm so glad you have time on your hands now that you're not too busy that you can actually reflect and freaking change yeah. And yeah. we're not ready. <laughs> we're so <laughs> not ready. We're fighting it. I said diablo, no, que no, que no, que no. And we're fighting it so hard. And even being around our family, we're getting irritated, pushing our nerves. And it's it's one of those things where we're like, why? Why are we doing that? And it's el mismo diablo ahí que está. So I think it's just one of those times. Yeah, definitely reflect on it based on what you believe, based on your religion, based on other things. This is this is definitely that time for that self-reflection and change. Okay, bola de diablos, calmen, says slow down, take it easy. It's really a moment of reflection, making things right within you so that you can be that servant of God to your best ability and just be a better human. I think that's what it is. It depends on what you believe and what where you're at. So some of you that might listen to the podcast are not Catholic. And if you're not, it's just really a time to reflect and become that better person that you can be. Stop being that a-hole. Stop being the person that cuts everybody off. Stop being being the person that's just about themselves. So I think this is a good time. We needed it because we, we, we humans, we can be pretty ugly people. Yeah, it was a really good time to do all the things that we say we're always going to do. Whether that's, I'm going to start working out every day. Now, boy, do you have time to work out? Or my skincare routine. Ceci has been doing such a great job of showing us her self-care I try, routine. I try. Or just, you know, <laughs> the things I'm going to do with my kids. I've got this project. This I don't know. I've been meaning to build them a fort. I've been meaning to do art with them. Now there is nothing but time on our hands. Uh, let's hopefully use it wisely and not waste away. Though Netflix is fun and the internet yeah. is still there. And it's a great distraction. Hopefully everybody has still a balance of work and some social outlet and some disconnection. Like that's my secondary tip for today is try to also disconnect from the constant news feed and the, and the constant negativity because we're getting a lot of that too. And that can be counterproductive mm-hmm. at the time. We're so cooped up and there's no outlet. And if you're getting a ton of negative social media or reading too much into the scary news that can actually be really bad for your mental health so you're right that'll like take this time to grow be a better person but also don't let it isolate you coop you up and drive you bonkers because Mm -hmm. there's just so much negativity around this 
And he said, she said, when it comes to politics, and that can just become yeah. a really crazy, vicious cycle. So try to go within, like Vettel said, and be at peace and take a lot of time for self-care, like Ceci's been demonstrating and being outside and being with the girls and whatnot. I had asked you girls earlier, I know we talked about church, but what is the thing that you can't wait to get back to? That you're like, wow, I was really taking this for granted. So like I said, I took for church for granted in my community at church and the people at church said, Vettel, wow, she made this face like, I don't even want to tell you the thing I want to uh, get back to when it's time. She's like, the bunch of lunch <laughs> buffet at Shakey's. I can't wait to get back to the bunch of lunch buffet at Shakey's. <laughs> That's Papa's Mojo. That's Papa's Mojo. <laughs> no, just how I appreciate my time at home with the kids without extra people. But mm-hmm. I, I, it's one of those things where it's like, I know that they're here for a reason. You know, like my husband has to work from home. Thankfully, my my mother-in-law was able to come here before they did shelter at home. If she wouldn't have come when, when we were expecting the baby to be due, she would probably not be able to be here mm-hmm. anytime soon. So it's those things. It's just a valuing that space and that time. But it's such, it's it's one of those things that we don't know how long this is going to last, but we just mm-hmm. have to be patient. I'm just more curious what what is what this does to me is brings curiosity of all the changes that are going to happen. Yeah, the way the way we attend church, the way we view working from home, or the way mm-hmm. having to go to the office. So I feel like a lot of things, you know, when this time of crisis or times of of despair or things we don't know, unprecedented times, we we find ourselves uh, trying to find solutions for things and we become innovative. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested in seeing what comes out of this moment in time as little humans in our history as humans, what is going to be the next thing that we think of that's going to benefit the general population, you could say. My husband read this really cool thing because right now, you know, it's very scary times because of a lot of industries being hit so hard, but he read such a cool list of businesses that were born during the last economic crisis. Read the list. They're all staples of today. Uber, Airbnb, Venmo. I can't think of like the other five things, but just think about that. Like Uber, Airbnb, Venmo, how we do life now. You know, we didn't didn't do life with those things before. I think PayPal may have been before that, but it was all these apps, all these really great tools that came from, oh, one of them was one of the social media platforms that we use. It had been Snapchat actually, but it's so interesting to see. You're so right, Veto, that while people are right now in their little incubation form, there's all these great people that are thinking and putting time into their great works, whether that's writing a book, whether that's developing an app, whether that's going within and who knows, like the next great poet, the next great movie on the movie screen. Someone could be doing that right now. The next great oh business. My God. I've been dying with the memes too, by the way. People get creative. Uh, I've been dying. Oh my God. They're Diego loves the one of the little chihuahua where someone coughs and he's like, Rona, is that you? Oh yeah. And it's not funny because God, you don't want to no. They come down with it and you don't want anyone to come down with it. But we are, aren't you super paranoid when you go out into the world after you go to the yeah. store? Oh, oh yeah. Oh my God. After like that person at Target was looking at me too long. <laughs> no. The thing is that people are so rude. People are, okay. People I, don't respect the six, six foot. They don't. Well, they don't. People don't no. either. I'm like, and I'm they, this for you, viejita. I actually only went to the grocery store once with Luis when my mom was here. And that was I think that was before the shelter in place, but still people are like, those nerviosos, eh? like no one talks to anybody, like, <laughs> no one talks to anybody, like those things, oh, I need to get this, this, that, and we went, we went to grocery outlet. Oh, it, um, was everything half that at grocery outlet? That's such a funny store, because they don't carry everything. No, they don't, and then you find something, and the next time lo tienen. It was, I mean, it's been successful so far, when we've gone, well, Luis, te digo, ya es el caído el solo, but every time he goes, I'm like, all right, cuídate. And yesterday, when was it? No, Sunday, he had to go get, since he's going to be working from home, 
and even doing his clinic appointments from the hospital. He went to go get his binder from the hospital. Y, y para que lo dejaran entrar, se fue, you know, todo vestido with his badge and everything. So I ordered my mic to arrive to one of those Amazon lockers, which uh -huh. is at the parking lot at the hospital, since he was supposedly he was going to be in that area. But so he went and and then I was like, all right, cuídate, you know. And I'm like, because he had to go into the hospital, although he, it's the children's hospital. Yeah, you know, I, there's no one there with Corona. The people that were, have the virus are about seven from last I heard at the UCSF here um, near us, not, not the children's one. Yeah, still it's scary. We're all kind of on hyper alertness and a little paranoid, I think. And then like Vero said, there's people that seem like they're coughing all over everything, touching their faces. They don't keep any personal space. I always no, find it interesting because it's like, homegirl, please do not reach over me for the granola. We, we are not supposed to even be breathing next to each I know. other. I think like the people that are in it every day, like the <laughs> cashiers seem to be chill and just touching things and all close to each other. And I'm like, I know you're cool. Like you have to be cool because you're here. But the rest of us are kind of freaked out. Do right. like congregate like corners. The part that's freaked out is the people that are there yeah. and you could tell they're sick. They, they're wearing the mask, uh, they're walking around they're like within their mask, <clears throat> like doing their thing. See, but I'm like, yeah. use even if you're wearing your mask, I don't know, like still keep your distance. It's just, it's just a trippy time. And since I'm pregnant, same thing at our clinic. I go to the women's center and they're like, okay, wow. now they have that station before you enter. Last week, they didn't have it. Yesterday, finally, they're like, okay, do you have yeah. a fever? Have you had a cough? Have you had this? And they're checking everyone's uh, everyone's temperature yeah. regardless to make sure that no one's kind of fibbing. But they're doing a good job. It's it's tough because humans were jerks and we're liars. Especially you, know, you Vettel. You're pregnant. You have to take great care so. of yourself right now. Have this baby on Thursday, God willing. Yes. God, you know, God willing, he'll be here Thursday. And as of right now, the, we haven't heard of any cases in our hospital that we're or I'm supposed to deliver, which is in the city of Downey. And we heard that there's some cases of Corona at the Kaiser Permanente in Downey, which is just down the street from the hospital I usually go that I delivered at. So we're hoping that everything stays the same and everyone keeps her cool and everyone's fine. So as of now, I'm just trying to keep myself uh, not tense in the sense of thinking about that. Like I said, the doctor said yeah. the baby's ready. Maybe I'm just stressed out that I need to let let it go and and just allow myself to just trust yeah, on them and well wishes, let this envision baby it. We envision it for you. It's definitely the craziest time to have a baby. There's never been such a crazy time, and, and it, at least not in our lifetime. Oh, yeah. This is the closest that we're ever going to come. I think to feeling like mm. I don't know. You know how people have felt when they are surviving recessions, war, whatever it may be. You're absolutely in this really interesting time. So it's a story for your baby boy. That was my point. It wasn't about doomsday. It's mm -hmm. a story for your baby boy. He's going to be the, yeah. there's going to be a group of kids called the COVID-19 babies that were born in this weird, weird time, born during the quarantine. Well, they're going to be the ones that are born during the quarantine exactly. and the ones there's two. Uh, conceived. There probably <laughs> is going to be, they say around, you know, so nine months from winter, typically there's a lot of births because people stay in more, have more sex. But now so many people are indoors, probably having more sex so much more than ever because we're so isolated. What else are we going to do, right? Every day, the schedule is just revamped two times a day, mm -hmm. two times a day. There's going to be a lot of babies <laughs> born after this. I heard a lot of babies and a lot of divorces. Oh, I thought that too, for sure. There is a meme going around. Oh, yeah. That family law or divorce lawyers are like, you know, oh, know ready. It. There's a meme like, 
He's all good. Uh, <laughs> probably guzzling it up too with all the workers' comp claims. But my husband and I were saying that imagine we were ha- having like a date night at home and we were thinking like, oh my God, imagine people that were like on the brink of divorce. Like if they were like, this is it. We're doing it. We're separating. And then they got stuck together. It's not funny. <laughs> if you're listening and you're going through this and you're like stuck with the man that you intended to divorce two weeks ago, I'm really sorry. But we were sitting here like thanking our lucky stars. Like, oh, you get one. Okay, we get along. And the kids get along. And my God, because you can be in a really crazy quarantine. And it's not even funny. You saw those scary kind of stats about kids that want to go to school because their home life is terrible. You know, or they have them available. Yes. Luckily, a lot of school districts are having still have their lunch and breakfasts available for kids on a daily basis. Que bueno. And donate if you can. If you're the lucky ones that you're not going to see a big loss in your income and you have savings and you've been responsible and your financial life will be in order, please donate to what you can. You know, there's going to be a lot of relief groups for students, families that are hit the hardest in really low income communities. Right now, the undocumented workers, think about them. Mm-hmm. They are usually the lifeblood of restaurants. They're the lifeblood of hotels, tourism. It's all under the table. People don't even realize how much they're doing and how much they, they do for our nation. And they can't just go to the doctor. They can't just get services. So please donate to those wonderful organizations that support the most vulnerable in our nation right now, if you can. So before we wrap, any final words of wisdom? Please do if you can. I think... This is definitely an interesting time, but I think the three of us are very blessed that we're able to do our work remotely, mm-hmm. our husbands as well. Mm-hmm. My husband, Luis, I'm, I feel so lucky that he's able to even to do his clinic. Uh, he's a dietitian at, at UCSF, so he's able to do his clinic via, um, I forgot what they call it, but basically via Zoom. That's great. So thank God, because I think just knowing that he has to go to a hospital, just I, I don't know, that, that would just freak me freak me out. But I think it's definitely an interesting time. I hope that we make the best out of it. You know, exercise, stay healthy. I think it's really easy. I know I'm talking for myself. It's really easy to binge and just eat junk food. And you because you want to eat junk food, I feel like I don't know, I think stress makes you do that. Yeah, I agree. agree. You're bored. It's the day that we went to, I was talking about going to grocery outlet earlier today and how people just are all nervous, those nerviositos caminando, not even talking to you. But that day I was just going around and grabbing bags of chips and just junk food and I, and then, and cookies. And, and then Luis said, or reminded me like, Hey, remember, like we still have to eat healthy. Like let's, let's eat our veggies. Let's continue to eat that way. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. He's such a good example for you. He's such a good example. <laughs> this is my yeah, dad. He was like, oh, I'm craving potatoes. Something. I'm like, I don't even buy them. I'm like, I don't even buy them. First of all, they won't yeah. laugh. These kids will want to eat that all day. All day, we'll yeah. Eat them late. I'm like, I don't even. Chips is kind of like, okay, we'll have chips. But I try to even, I don't know. I just feel like we're stuck at home. We're going to reach for the Cheetos. You know, we're not going to reach for the banana. Yeah. Trying to. Yeah keep it in order. I've been cooking a lot at home. So take this time to do something you don't normally get to do yesterday. I mean, like, sopa del bondiga. We had this really mm. great soup. I've just been cooking up a storm and chiladas el otro día. Trying, I made like a one day, trying to make it healthy, fill it with vegetables. We did this really great, like, egg frittatas Diego made. He's making fried rice right now. We're going to chalk full of veggies in there. So that's my other sort of pastime right now trying to cook healthy i know sissy you're working mm-hmm. out Bettle's trying to bake this baby finish baking this baby i think he's overbaked at this point but there's a lot going Hi, on 
Um, oh our God. next podcast oh, is going to be us live out. during the delivery. So let's do it. Stay tuned. Ah. We're going to show you very graphic birth ah. of this baby boy. Stay healthy, ladies. Please, please, mm-hmm. please yes. stay healthy. It always smiles. If anybody wants to share any special requests with us or questions as you're coping through this madness or any fears or any doubts or just questions that you have, email us. Our email is admin at leveluplatina.com. Also hit us up on Instagram. We were doing a really awesome Level Up Latina challenge. Thanks to Ceci, which is inspiring everybody to do great, great, great things right now, which is take care of yourself. Self-care is one of our pillars. So that's different for all people that might be working out, that might be taking care of your skin, that might be going on long walks. For me, that's my wine break, my coffee break. I had my little wine right here. I'm not necessarily a big drinker, but I've been sort of buying a glass of wine here and there, experimenting. I'm like, you know, I have the time. So Whatever it is, hopefully it's a healthy thing that you're doing, but check us out on Instagram. Do the hashtag Level Up Latina Challenge right now or just find us at Level Up Latina on Facebook and Instagram. I love you very much. Can't wait to see you again, Vero, with baby in your hands. Las quiero mucho. And for everybody listening, please stay sane in these times. Stay safe, stay indoors, stay healthy, stay strong, and don't forget to level up. Level up. Bye.